0: Welcome back to the Peric Project. Usually, we aim for moderation. It's never good to be too extreme in any one direction. But there's one exception, and that is when it comes to to our ego, because it's so easy to fall into the trap of our ego, and it can be such a negative force in our life. So we're told, we're given the advice to be exceedingly humble in spirit. In fact, the word that is used, ma'od, extremely, is doubled up, because we're told to not only be extremely, but also authentically humble. Now how do we do this? So the story is told, it's a fictional story about a guy, Rabbi Yerucham, and he was a very humble guy and he was also a very righteous person. In fact, he fasted every single day. Now someone was suspicious that his humility was a false type of humility and he wanted to trip him up. So he once introduced him and he said, this Rabbi Erochem, he fasts every Monday and Thursday. And Rabbi Erochem stopped him and said, no, that's not true. I fast every single day. So how do Do we stay authentic at the same time as being extremely humble? So the trick is that we can't make judgments about someone who's less accomplished than you. If you know someone who's less knowledgeable than you, the question we have to ask is, how much of my knowledge have I translated into action? I know someone who's less capable than me, how much of my capabilities have I translated into action? We have to ask ourselves how much spiritual mileage I'm getting out of my personality. And here, the mission is going to give us a very vivid image to help keep us grounded. And in fact, this is backed up by research that if we want to change, a very powerful tool is to conjure up a very, very vivid image in our mind. So wait for this. It tells us what right do we have to be arrogant and proud when we are all mortal and the end the physical body is destined for the worms it it's vivid but it's telling us that the word that it uses is is tikva which means hope it's telling us that we have three safeguards to keep us grounded and to keep our ego at bay what are though the first is Torah study, reminding ourselves how great we can be and how we can strive for greatness. The second thing is Shema, by remembering that there's a God and there's a plan. It helps keep us in check. And the third thing is remembering our mortality because when we remember that it puts everything else into perspective. And interestingly enough, this is the imagery we use when we ask God for compassion. Because just like it helps keep us in check and it helps us keep grounded, that is why God has compassion on us and forgives us. Because we are human. But there is a place, there is a time when we can have misplaced humility. And that is when we see and when there is behaviour that desecrates the name of God or or actions that compromise our our moral values. What do we mean when we say an action that desecrates God's name? So that's something, a behaviour that leads people that are seeing it to think to themselves, Wow, is that the way that Jews behave? Now, interestingly enough, the Chavetz Chaim, who lived a couple of hundred years ago, was once telling his son that he had to behave a certain way. And his son says, what do you want from me? I'm not a Torah scholar, I'm not a holy person. And the Chavetz Chaim said to him, you know what? You may be right, that when you do something good, people look at you and think, ah, you're just a regular person. But that's not how people look at you when, you when you do something wrong. When you do something wrong, they look at you and say, wow, how could a holy person like him have done X, Y, Z? Often we underestimate just how influential we are and how much of an impact our actions can have on other people. So we have to make sure that our actions are going to have a positive impact on other people. And at the same time, keep grounded and remember to stay extremely and authentically humble. Thank you so much for listening.